0: A little bit more than a week ago, let's say that.
1: There was a time when the world turned their back on men, men with the dream and savage yearning within them, legions compelled by passion that knows no boundary, a consuming flame that defies plausible explanations. Battling the forces of domestication, they find the courage to band together to experience the awesome power of the
2: I'm gonna
0: go to up! i to I'm going i I'm
1: Broadcast of the masculine feminist has been commandeered by the secret society No Man. gonna go to a place like a shot in a beer steak, man. Saying we can
2: stop, get pancakes, and then we'll get laid, all right?
1: Why do you drink ice cold beer on a hot day? Mr. Clavin, what else are you gonna do with it? To alcohol, the cause of and
0: solution to all of life's problems. Enough already. This is uh, Cave Crew Radio. Also, Cave Crew TV over on YouTube. If you haven't heard the news. Uh, Live from my cave in Windsor, Ontario, Canada. I am Captain Canada, DK. Let's check in on uh, New York. Hi
1: there. Live from... Queens, New York. I am Sir Big B here just traipsing into my house.
0: Just finished off what, boneless ribs?
1: Uh, Steak and baked potato and corn. I still have one piece of steak left. Is
0: that barbecued steak?
1: It is not barbecued. It is regularly cooked.
0: And what are you, are you going to dip it in something you, we're going from the stew cam to the B cam tonight <laughs>
1: I'm not dipping it. i it, i'm just I'm just about done I, I I'll see if you can if you can see
0: so was it like au jus, or was it uh, just plain
1: oh, just steak steak in its own juice oh,
0: that's what happens when you're in a hurry. It really is yeah otherwise I, I mean, you would have put something like I, I, A1 down or something.
1: I got nothing. I I literally got in, got announced ten minutes before I logged on here. Were everything on a plate, and had to start up the computer.
0: And you've got uh, digestive Tourette's. I see that this is spreading around the world now.
1: Well, that's what happens when you when you try to eat very very quickly. A, a nice full meal in about a second and a half.
0: So we might have a cure. Well, let's go
2: to England first. Here, uh, Choo Choo Stew. I believe you're with us. I am with you at the moment. My internet still is cutting out at 2 a.m. in UK time. It seems to go a bit uh, funny. But at the moment, I'm here. So good evening, uh, DK and Big B. It sounds really good, actually. I really don't like
0: that curtain behind you. I think I told you that uh, last time. I understand why the wife wants to go and buy uh, drapes now. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I should bring her with me next time, shouldn't I?
0: So now you see your digestive Tourette's is is spread
2: over to uh, Big B. I knew. It's only a matter of time before it it caught on.
1: Yeah, great. Technology can't travel across the pond to over the stew, but his digestive Tourette's can fly over here to me.
0: You know, and I bet you any money the Chinese own it.
2: No, I think I need to trademark that one.
0: Beware, beware the yellow man. All right, here's what's gonna go on, kids. Let me uh, just refresh your memory in case you're new here. Um, last show we did was a little bit over a week, uh, and it was a uh, a special event, uh, not just in the uh, U.S. but globally. And um, what the fuck? Now we got a double stew cam again.
1: Who has two cameras?
0: Fuck sakes. Uh, Stu, I'm trying to set the show up here. Over to the uh, the mobile. Uh, that's StuCam number two, uh, by the way, folks. Uh, not StuCam number one. Can you at least mute the mic on that damn thing? We don't need to hear you taking a leak or whatever the fuck you're doing. Anyway, kids, uh, our last <laughs> show was took place during the American election. Uh, what a way to be serious with the uh, stew cam going on and, and stew sound effects but it was a historical event and we big B reluctantly didn't pick Trump but I think in his heart of hearts uh, there was four of us here we all would have picked Trump and we all would have been right
1: well keep in mind I didn't pick Trump because I I said that uh, the the election was bought and paid for by Hillary. That's the the only reason why I didn't pick Trump.
0: But you kind of knew he would have been the popular choice.
1: Well, I thought you figure he's the popular choice. But again, you know what Hillary did in the primaries, stealing it from Bernie. Bernie Sanders was the popular choice. Everybody wanted Bernie. Nobody wanted Hillary. But Hillary bought that bought the primary. So, why not buy the ele- buy the presidency?
0: Bought and paid for.
1: Bought and paid for. That's what I was figuring.
0: So, anyway, we debated the shit out of this last time. So, what we got to get into now, guys, is the aftermath. The fallout. The reactions. And we just know Big B is steaming over there. But just before we advance... um. We also have some other stuff, some stories we're going to get to uh, besides our little follow. But coming out, let's say, at 930, we'll give ourselves a little bit of time on on this election follow. We have a brand new segment for you.
1: And let's put it out there. We posted it on Facebook. We put it out on Twitter. If there's a Democrat out there that would like to call in and be counterpoint that I've we're perfectly open to it we're not going to attack you or anything just be counterpoint let 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 us understand your side of the of what's the aftermath of the election
0: well remember now we make fun of each other and we all agree sure so yeah come on google play uh, uh, just message us we i put it twice on twitter at least, maybe three times. And it was retweeted to like the Potter and family and everything. And everybody else's uh, friends and fans. And I Facebooked it and I shared it in different groups on Facebook. So it must have reached a few Democrats. There's got to be a few.
1: I'm sure there. there's more than a few. They've come out of the woodwork recently. There's more than a few.
0: So I, I think we more than did our due diligence on on trying to get a counterpoint, like you would say.
1: I but, would love to have a counterpoint on tonight.
0: But remember, we make fun of each other and we agree. So you got to expect a little bit of jousting. But we we listen. We listen well. Of course, we listen to find your flaw, and then we jump all over. <laughs> Anyway, I was talking about what I'm really excited about this. We got this brand new segment uh, coming up in a little bit. I just called it Take the Bait because I couldn't think of another name. But we're going to give you a true story and a false story. Actually, each of us have two stories. And we're going to have to guess whether it's the real or the fake one. And you can play along at home. If you Google, you're an ass. You're a cheater and you're a wimp.
1: <laughs>
0: but uh, try it, play it. It might be fun. It's our first crack at it. All right, so let's begin with this uh, aftermath, uh, Big Bigby. Um, actually, before we go to you, because you're going to explode, let's get the uh, kettle boiling a little more. Uh, Stu, well, any reaction, if at all, uh, over the election results
2: uh, in the UK? Oh, I've had to turn the TV, the radio off. Uh, people are going potty. It's worse than Brexit over here. Um, is it negative? Oh, every, yeah. Oh, totally negative. Everything is negative. All you hear on on the major talk show, uh, talk radio show in London, it's it's trump this trump that and it's sexism it's racism i to be honest i i had to switch it off in the end you know i would leave it for a couple of weeks or so or when is, is it in january that he becomes president yes it's
1: january 20 something no I
2: mean. yeah i'll switch the radio on in february or something but uh Apparently, I hear that the Mexicans have started building their own wall. Is that right?
0: <laughs> uh, I, I can neither confirm or deny that.
1: Well, here's the funny thing about that. Mexico has a wall already built on its southern border uh, between them and Venezuela.
2: See? So yeah, who are they? To... Well, they're going to continue that all around the uh the United States boulder apparently. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they're gonna kind
0: of beat him at it. If the illegals pay taxes, they're all good. Anyway, so um and look over here it's kinda of mixed. Um kinda of give you how Canada's looking at things. We uh there's those people that are absolutely heartbroken and feel that uh you know the antichrist has been hatched. Uh, and there's those uh, who are ecstatic about it. And most of the people that, at least to me, when they give their point of view, sound half-ass intelligent, uh, are the uh, Trump supporters. It should be good for the economy. Uh, should be good for, you know, relations. And, uh, I don't know. Anyway, over to uh, the guy who's in the heart of it. Uh, Big B oh, boy, You've I'm got right. uh, protests and riots And violence And holy shit Go ahead
1: Well let, let's start with election night Now you know, obviously we did our show And we ended at our normal time Around 10.30pm eastern time And uh, the race was still not called But Trump had a nice lead Now I stayed up until 3.30 in the morning Which is when he was Declared president and um, you're watching the coverage of the Hillary supporters over at the Jacob Javits Center. That's where she was going to have her big uh, her big gala, and they were all in tears and all that. And you know, the, uh, the, the the campaign manager Podesta came out. Hillary didn't even bother to come out. Podesta came out and said, "Oh, it's not over yet." This was like a half hour before it was declared podesta comes out and says oh it's not over yet we're gonna fight and we're gonna come out ahead and we'll see you tomorrow blah 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 yeah 30 minutes later it was called for for trump um so hillary didn't even bother to you know address her supporters that night uh trump came out and gave his speech and it was all inclusive it was it was what you would expect as a, uh, a presidential winning speech you know it was all inclusive you know uh, we had a hard fought victory, you know. Uh, congratulations to Hillary. Let's give her a round of applause. Blah blah blah. Yeah. You know.
0: I, I read identity. somewhere that that she um, she had a meltdown like in the hotel well, that's room. that's
1: what came, That's what recently came out.
0: Like she was she was throwing shit, and uh, she, she
1: had a, she had a drunk. She was in a drunken rage, apparently. Um, now, what would, what do the, you
0: what that, do you think Hillary would drink?
1: Oh, Hillary, she's drinking scotch. Scotch?
2: Stu, what do you think? I I think more of a cocktail. Something like... uh... That is the most generic fucking answer I've ever heard. (laughs) A cocktail. A
0: cocktail is like, I'll have a beverage. It's about as wide as... uh, uh, I don't know. It's wide.
2: I' would imag- I'd imagine she would have made up her own cocktail,
0: okay, for, which would have been maybe for vermouth a
2: celebration
0: so like some vermouth or we're asking for details here, Stu. You've a gotten little, very complacent <laughs> since your internet went out and that new disease you have <laughs> very complacent. you know as well as I fucking know that a cocktail is not a drink, it's very <laughs> generic. It's like the adjective of the drink world.
2: I think I, To be honest, I think it would have been like a, an advocar and lemonade or something like that. An I can't advocate. see Hillary as a big drinker myself. Advocar? What is advocar? Yeah. Like a sort of snowball. Is that a snowball or something like that? No, no. What
0: kind of liquor is an advocar? Scotch, oh, rum, on. gin? Something that sort of like your granny would drink. Like a, like a bourbon.
2: No, it's something like your granny would drink at Christmas, sort of like a like creamy. A, like a cream de oh, it's uh, Like a, a,
1: a, 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 a Bailey's.
2: <laughs>
0: like a Bailey's. It's like yeah, pulling yeah. fucking teeth. Can we just have a drink for Hillary? We got other things to get to. <laughs> it's not that big a deal. I'd say she's going to crack a Pabst Blue Ribbon. You think Hillary's Hillary's a PBR drinker? huh? Well, you know what? It ain't worth dwelling on. There's more important things to get to. Anyway, I think, so I, I never she, should have brought the topic up. Back to you.
1: I, I think I think she's sitting in her hotel, watching the elections, throwing back some scotch, uh, and and it's just getting to her as the more states fall to uh, uh, Donald Trump, it's just eating at her because she she had she had. Uh, uh, scheduled fireworks to go off and all of this, which she had canceled the day before because, you know.
0: This is the perfect time for you said, to say you know that what? she was dying you know with a skin-eating disease or whatever you call it, flesh-eating disease. What happened? That that Hillary had some kind of flesh-eating disease.
1: Did she have a flesh-eating disease? No, never if... mind.
0: <laughs> it's uh, one of your so things you say don't... when you're really mad at people. Oh, yeah. There's flesh-eating <laughs> disease on them.
1: Oh, if if I was really mad, yeah, I would wish all sorts of death on her. But it's more funny than mad, because this is something that she she's apparently wanted for about 40 years. She wanted it. And there's nothing wrong. Absolutely nothing wrong to aspire to become the
0: president. She wanted to win or lose. She wanted to win.
1: She wanted to win. Yeah, yeah she okay. Wanted, this is what she wanted. She went, When Bill was in office, she wanted to be president. That's why she went down the road of uh, Senator of New York and then get into the cabinet position. While well, she ran against Obama in 2008, Obama beat her. Um, then, she, then she became Secretary of State. So she's wanted the presidency for 40
0: years. Yes.
1: Over that time, she's proven to be one of the most corrupt politicians to ever walk the face of the earth. So, uh, yeah, I'm laughing because she lost. Um, but anyway, uh, so the next day, Trump is declared the winner, and then the next day, everybody took to Twitter, uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and was. I, I read posts from from parents and teachers. I don't know what to tell my children. How do I face my children now that Donald Trump is president? What do I do? Suddenly, the fucking world is has blown up in their faces. Apparently, and I'm I'm reading this like, all right. If you're a teacher or you're a parent, be an adult and teach your students or children that a democratic process took place. The country declared who they wanted to be president. Yes, they had a choice in
0: the matter. They had
1: a choice. They had a choice. Wasn't thrown at you like Kim ung you. Right. You may not agree with the choice, but it is a democratic process, and this person won. Now we'll see what happens as they become the leader. Hey, I I wasn't happy that Obama won in 2008 or again in 2012, but what am I going to do? Fucking cry about it? No.
0: Neither, Neither was Herman Cain.
1: <laughs> Do you follow him on Facebook? Oh my oh, god!
0: Yeah, I'm on it. You see him too. He's the best. The Cane Train, the Pizza God. Ridiculous. He was. He's famous, and I'm only going to get off topic because we can. Um, he's famous for being like a, a a guy with a whole bunch of pizza parlors. Mm-hmm. The The Cane Train. I remember that guy.
1: That yeah, was what Godfather's Pizza or something like that. Yeah,
0: if you wanted Trump for entertainment, you should have uh, nominated freaking Cane Train.
2: That's right. <laughs> anyway, we, we, listen, before
0: I'm getting back to you here, but um we've got a really good uh uh chat room out there tonight. We got Mrs. Big B. I don't know if she's ever been in a live audience with us. Mrs. Big B is with Mrs. us. Mrs. Big right? B. If it really is Mrs. Big B, I don't right. know.
1: Well, she she might be putting the uh the baby to bed, so uh, it is very possible if it is Mrs. Big B, Mrs. Big B should come down and join the fun.
0: Yes, come on with us. she's not a Democrat, is she? No. Oh God. Oh, no. okay. All right. Well that would have made it good.
1: It would have, but uh, no, she's not.
0: Anyway, 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 because the segment's coming up soon, soon, soon. So and we haven't even dented this, so we might delay the segment for fifteen minutes. But Um There's Mrs. Big B right there. We got Mrs. Big B. We got the the Swede. We got Uncle L. We got all kinds of people streaming with us. Uh, more people over on YouTube. Say say hello. Um, and we're going to need you in the next segment. Anyway, we're doing post post election now. So tell you wanted to address. Um, you wanted to address the uh, what do you call the protests?
1: Right. So so here's the thing. So the next the morning after I wake up and I'm reading Facebook and I'm seeing all these, uh, I don't know what to do. Suddenly I'm 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 a crippled I'm I'm a, you know, a morally crippled baby in the corner and don't know what to tell my students or children. I'm going to cry. So then suddenly protests happen and the protest is only because their candidate didn't win. The pro that's that that's the only reason why you would have a protest, because your candidate didn't win. It was a democratic process. The democratic process happened. The nation spoke. Donald Trump is the president. So you're going to protest because your president didn't win. And in the world of the, the, the snowflake generation that we're in, this is the first time because, remember, the past eight years, Obama's been president and everybody's been behind obama he's the first <coughs> black president he's he's a he's a liberal he's a socialist they're going to give whatever you know all the little snowflakes will get whatever they want and not have to work for it so yay vote obama and yay yay yay
0: all the little snowflakes
1: yeah all the little fucking snowflakes
0: no take no taken for later folks
1: <laughs> i don't i forgot i got to get my notebook out um, anyway so this is the first time in, they've actually experienced loss because they've probably grown up where they've gotten a trophy no matter what. If you finish last, hey, good job, you get a trophy. Everybody wins. Well, in real life, not all. Have,
2: have they not asked for a recount yet?
1: No, not yet, as far as I know. Um, no, no, nothing sure no,
0: nothing was close, close enough.
2: Or or the whole thing again, revote because that's what they're trying to do over here. Well, they well like, what, they're,
1: uh, what they're saying is how the, electro- how the electoral college works is we've saw, we saw the, elect- the election. So uh, whatever states fell to, to Donald, whatever states fell to Hillary, however it worked out with the numbers, Donald won. On December 18th, I want to say, is it the 18th or 19th, something like that, the actual electorates submit their votes. So they could go against the electoral college like say, uh, say Ohio, we know all, Donald Trump won Ohio. If the actual electorate wants, he could submit his vote for Hillary. Never in the history of ever has this happened, and it's not going to happen now. Donald Trump is the president. But there's a movement out there, uh, on, uh, and there's a petition on change.org, which is an ultra-liberal fucking ridiculous site, um, to have the electorate vote for Hillary. Why? Because my candidate lost and I'm mad about it.
0: Listen, I have uh, always been against just to go along with what you're saying because it's much bigger than a presidential race. I have much always been against uh, trophies for participation over the age of five.
1: Oh, it's ridiculous.
0: For anything, sports, life in general. Yes, be encouraging. Say great job. But, uh, yeah, no trophies for the
1: no, it, it's No, but that's it. the generation we live in. That's the Snowflake generation we live in. And this is the first time they experience real loss. And they don't like it. They Understood. want to win all the time. Right. So hoo. So what are do they doing? It's and not students- just that
0: they want to win. See, that, that, the, that they want to win is not the catastrophe. What happens when a loss incurs oh, yeah. is what's catastrophic. Right. Wanting to win all the time is an excellent characteristic,
1: yeah, I, but not I being able the, to handle
0: know. defeat. And 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 this is not a sport or a politic thing. This is just an in general. We have a society now that does not know how to cope with losing. Play a board game with your child and see how what the reaction is. Uh, if you uh,
2: if you win in shoots and ladders. Now, but- well, that, DK, I, mean... I was I was telling you before, DK, that my boy plays uh, football or soccer, as you call it over there. Their team lost; has been losing all season, and my boy want, my boy, who is sort of one of the better players of the of the team, he tries hard. And if they lose, he takes it on the chin. But what happens when they lose like fifteen nil? Our goalkeeper gets an award for for trying hard. I mean. They need to start awarding the, the people that actually do the job rather than,
1: you know, uh, just give, you,
2: sort of basically giving you, people that are the losers. You, well, uh, don't worry. I mean, I think four people got an award last week when we lost 15 0. Yeah. How's that? I, See, I agree uh, with uh, you.
1: Growing up, like, I played baseball growing up. Uh, you know, DK, you played uh, uh, hockey. Uh, uh, Stu, I'm sure, I played soccer or, or, you know, something over, over in, in the UK. Croquet. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Highlight when
0: I (laughs) that's Florida. Highlight is Florida. Is it? (laughs) I think so. I don't know.
1: When 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 I was playing, if you messed like if you lost fifteen nothing and your goalie is just giving up goal after goal, you get benched. If I when I was playing, if I'm making error after error in the infield, I get benched. That's what happens. But not not in today's snowflake society like. Like uh, 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 Stu just alluded to, everybody gets a trophy. You tried hard. You let up eighty-two goals, but you tried hard. Here's a trophy, and it doesn't at fucking at the end work. of the match.
2: At the end of the match, that goalkeeper would have got a good kicking in the in the uh, locker room. Hell yeah! it.
1: white like, day can work that way. You get out into the real life. There's competition for jobs. There's competition when you have a job. There's competition to advance in your job. You don't always win. I but know. Wait, wait a minute. What, wait a minute. The way the
0: way Stu's making it sound is like he lives in the era of fucking uh, Genghis Khan.
1: Well, hey, this is this no. is soccer now. Remember the soccer hooligans, they'll kick the shit at you. Holy I, fuck. Well, no. Remember the World this Cup? Is... It, the, I don't know if you remember, but the World Cup in 1994 was held in the U.S. One of the Colombian uh, soccer players kicked a ball into his own net. He got killed for it six months later.
2: I believe it. Fair play. Fair play.
0: (laughs) I believe it. Listen, on a side note, the only really, like, and if you want to give an award, because, listen, participation is a great thing, and it's a problem in today's society. Because... I met with the teacher tonight. This is a little bit sidetracked, but I was talking to, to somebody afterwards and I said, you know, we talk about reading and writing and cursive uh you know, writing, but everything's electronic now. We didn't have the luxury these kids have. Right. But you can always give a most improved player or or most dedicated yeah, but player. most improved is bullshit, DK. Well not necessarily. I mean there improved. are some kids that dedicate themselves and actually improve. Just like there's a most valuable player.
1: Yeah, I've had it when uh, uh, I've coached uh, hockey and I've coached uh, a couple of seasons of basketball. And most improved player is an actual thing. Um, I've seen it. I've had kids that have come into the season and sucked. I mean, you know, I'm not going to tell them "Oh, you suck. But they've they've not played well, but they've practiced really hard during practice. Um, they did their best during the games, and you see the, the you see the progression throughout the season to where at the end of the season they're pretty good. So yeah, I, uh, most improved player is a is a real thing, and it's a good thing. I
0: think. And I'll tell you because uh, that's the right thing to reward. Yeah, that that's maybe the other angle of it is we're rewarding the wrong things, but that 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 most improved player might turn that kid into a champion.
2: Of some sort, but, but I think but, but I just, think our just showing up is the most improved, which is why I don't agree with it. None of
1: his kids. Goals. Some Jesus kids
0: start Christ. the season as as, as all stars, and I'll use hockey. Some kids can't even stand on their feet, but through their willpower, they learn how to play the game and and become
2: effective. That is an improved player. Right. Can't you just quietly pat them on the back without giving them a medal and just say, "Look, you done well," you know. You're a He's fucking
0: Genghis Khan. You melt <laughs> snowflakes over in the UK. You are destruction waiting to happen. Anyway, we got to move along on this post-election shit. This is how we get sidetracked, kids.
1: So, there's, so, there's more, uh, so, but let's, wait a minute. I want, I want to
0: throw a fact at you about the protest before you move on. You were talking about our candidate lost, right? Mm-hmm. Here's, here's a thing. I and, and, and this is a very small electorate. Forgive the pun. But in the Portland protest, um, more than half of the 112 anti-Trump protesters uh, did not vote. So how did their candidate lose?
1: Right. Well, that, that's, that was one of the things I, I was going to get to. It started off as my candidate lost. That was the crybaby, wah-wah initial reaction. What happened with that is that now what's been posted on Facebook and it's been pulled from, like, uh, uh, Craigslist or whatever, is they're paying people to protest, which is what happened with uh, uh, Trump's uh, during the during the uh, debates and, and all that before the election. Oh,
0: that's uh, how they knocked DNC, off Bernie.
1: The, well, the DNC paid for uh, people to protest Trump's... Uh, 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 trump's gatherings and cause violence people were paid to do that so that's what's happening now there's there's payment being made to protest
0: i think some people just like fucking protesting
1: well the, i mean people will protest whatever whatever they can because
2: every professional, protesters, they, professional
1: really? protesters basically and and in this in this um in this snowflake generation, everybody's offended by everything. So there's always something to protest. I don't like what he said, so I'm going to protest.
0: Yeah, now, I, yeah, it, now it goes way thing. beyond politics.
1: Right. So now, now this led into the protests, which now I want to read an actual Facebook post. And I have questions for uh, yeah. Stu after I read this Facebook post. I'm not going to say who it is, um, but this is an actual Facebook post. Uh, from somebody about the elections. Uh,
0: Boom, boom, boom. uh,
1: It says, there's a movement afoot among my people, anti-Trump whites, to wear safety pins, to signal to non-white slash Muslim slash immigrant passerby that they have nothing to fear from the wearer. The idea idea comes from the post-Brexit U.K., uh, nice thought, but why wear a safety pin when you could wear a "Down with Donald Dump" pin, or any more <laughs> of aggressively, aggressively I'm "Down with Donald pin. Dump" pin. Anti-Trump pins are much more recognizable and bolder, and they would have the same effect and more. Now, let me let me address this post. Um, first, that was very say, elaborate,
0: though. By the way.
1: It, uh, yes, well, you know if this person is has, has convictions. Um, they want to wear a pin so the passer the non-white passerby uh, or Muslim or immigrant uh, would have nothing to fear from the wearer. Now, I don't know about you, but pre-election, the day before the election, I didn't hear about mass beatings of immigrants and Muslims and people who were in fear to walk outside of their house because they are afraid to get beaten up. The, the day before the election, this didn't happen. Suddenly, the day after the election, this is a problem, apparently, to the left. Now, I, <laughs> I, always will, to say, the left. I will say I voted for Trump. I don't go around beating people up because they're Muslim or because they're an immigrant. I don't give a shit. I got better things to do. I want to get to work. I want to get home to my family. I don't give a fuck what you are. But because I'm not wearing a pin, now suddenly people have to be afraid? Stop it. What it the, the whole thing about this racism and, and, oh, by the way, Trump being a racist, how come that never came out all throughout the Republican primaries? How about how come it never came out When he had his number one rated reality TV show that all the people on the Lifetime Show watched, they all watched the fucking uh, uh, whatever it was called. Nobody said anything about him being a racist. And as a matter of fact, anybody that's ever met him that has, you know, that has legitimate things to say about him has nothing but good things to say about him. But he's never been accused of being a racist before until he went up against Hillary. That's media spin that there's 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 a, 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 a post on the on the Internet, on Facebook, that rips apart a now this uh, clip. What they did was take now. This is a supposed pseudo media site. They took um, Donald one of Donald Trump's speeches about uh, Muslim Muslims and Muslim immigrants, uh, edited it to make it sound like he's a raving lunatic and wants to kill wants all muslims to die basically this this man took it and it was an indian fellow wasn't a white american as this post you know goes against it was an indian guy took it took the now this clip and then took the actual speech and showed how it's purposely being edited to show racism you if you cut up anything you cut up anything in ever in life you could, if you had audio of Abraham Lincoln, you could prove that he was a racist by cutting up audio. Even though he freed the slaves, you could do. You could cut audio in any way.
0: Audacity is a wonderful program, and audacity it's
1: free. is great for doing that. Audacity, right, listen, listen, the program of making racists.
2: We we
0: got another segment we got to get to in a few here.
1: No, but I'd just
2: like to say, but the day after Brexit here, or since Brexit. Suddenly, afterwards, everyone has become, or all the people that vote for Brexit have suddenly become anti-Muslim. We're racist, uh, and it's just not true. You know what they're saying. Really, it's just you know the attacks have gone, uh, racial attacks have gone up. We never had a lot of racial attacks anyway before.
1: That sort you know? of thing and doesn't. Yeah. That sort of yeah. yeah. thing doesn't change all, just
2: by a vote. Bullshit. Right,
1: yeah. and and and. What the left is trying to... Now, the, the, this country is, is seriously divided by race and has been more divided by race since Obama's been in office. It's been more divided by race since, I can, since I've been alive. Now, I, obviously, I wasn't alive in the 60s or 50s when race was really a huge issue and people were getting beaten and the fire hoses came out. I mean, th- there was horrible uh, segregation and separatism back then. It's starting to come back. And the left is to blame. It's because, because you label him people.
0: the first black president. You label her the first female president. No, they're people. Just well, like he, Trump's a person and, and Mitt Romney's a person and Bill Clinton. They're just people. So well, don't, I mean, don't that's, say that's, that's first the, black president. He's the president that, of the United States.
1: Right, but we've come to, uh, you know, that happens in sports, too. It's the first uh, the, the first black, you know, in hockey, the first black fucking player in hockey, you know. The, the, we've come to accept that, okay, you're the breaking barriers. Fine, I don't have a problem with that. Obama's the first black president. I have no problem with that. The problem is once he got in office, this country got more divided because as time went on, you would see the media would, would exploit Uh, A black criminal being shot by a white police officer, the the, the media would exploit that. Obama would send either him. He would either go or send representatives to the funeral of the black criminal. But if a police officer got shot, he wouldn't say anything. He wouldn't send representatives.
0: Okay, listen, I don't mean to do this to you, but we're going to run out of time. So we got to leave the crowd wanting more. Because I had two very brief things I wanted to question you on the Trump side. Yeah. Now, Trump recently went out to a, a steak dinner yeah. and apparently turned the media away. Good. I know exactly how I feel. I'm here to have you dinner. You're going to be able to watch all my yeah. other shit I do.
1: This is, this is the same media that aligned themselves with Hillary Clinton. Fed Hillary Clinton... Uh, uh, questions for for debates, uh, would point out any flaw of Donald Trump but said nothing about Hillary, and when WikiLeaks came out, they glanced over it. They glanced over all the corruption. Uh, it was proven that she bought the, 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 the Democratic primaries. They glanced over that. This is the same media that tried every way they possibly could to vilify Donald Trump. Now, all of a sudden, he's got to cozy up to them and tell them that he's going to go to dinner. Fuck them. I, You know what? Donald Trump is right. You don't need to know where I go. The Secret Service needs to go. Needs to know, absolutely. The media does not need to know that he's going to a dinner with his family. Fuck them.
0: I agree. Stu, do you concur? I concur. Good. Short answer. That's what I wanted. Now, listen. We got a great segment coming up. Just before, though, I'm just going to read you a headline. I just want everyone to stew over this one. No pun intended on you, Stewie. Here was a headline I saw. Bizarre birther theory suggests that Donald Trump was born in Pakistan before he was adopted and taken to America when his parents died in a car accident. And the reason I read you that, kids, is because we got a great segment coming up next. It is going to be, uh, I just call it Take the Bait for right now. We've come up with a better name. And we are going to each read you two news stories. And we will have to decide uh, together, and we, we want participation out there in the chat and Facebook and Twitter, um, whether it's true or false. One story is going to be real, one's going to be false. I urge you not to use Google. Uh, you'll take away the fucking fun out of it. We will be back in a few seconds, and we will begin... Take the bait. So you ask me what goes on the rest of the week? Facebook, Cave Crew Radio. Join the Cave Crew Radio Group on Facebook. Seven days a week. 365 days a year. Find out where the stories come from. Where are the ideas plugging in? Cave Crew Radio on Facebook. Join today. Don't forget Twitter at Cave Crew Radio. to address something really quick before we uh, go into this segment um that was kind of a weird song wasn't it yes no maybe
2: why did you do it
1: the
0: music it, it, it was a weird not well-known song right i didn't i don't know it at all none of us do because it's royalty free you want to know why it's royalty free folks Nobody knows. No, because last week, and I'm even afraid to say it, because they might knock me off the airwaves, we played that End of the World as We Know It by R.E.M. Mm -hmm. Funky Enough as a Canadian band. My IP is originating here out of Canada.
1: R.E.M. is from Georgia. Are they? Yes. They're from Athens, (laughs) Georgia.
0: All right. Anyway, so they're fucking free world. Anyway, we play 30 seconds of that song, which might make somebody want to go and download it or buy the CD. And they mute our complete audio out of our last show on YouTube on Cave Crew TV. So the only way to hear what is going on and see is to play the podcast and watch the video. You don't have to mute it because there is nothing. Fucking copyright laws. I understand if I'm, you know, running a music station or, 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 I don't know, like I'm somehow turning a profit, selling it for a dollar every time I run the show. But I'm not. They're watching everything
1: you
2: post, DK. They've heard. I'll,
1: I'll tell you what. I could fight YouTube if you really want me to, because I am ASCAP licensed and I can use. Any music I want in any fashion I want because I pay my ASCAP license, which means I pay ASCAP to pay royalties to ASCAP artists.
0: Uh, we should do it just for the fun of it and give the play-by-play on what, uh, what the hell's going on.
1: Absolutely, I'll do it.
0: All right, we'll talk about that offline. But anyway, so only royalty-free music on the show. Don't shoot the messenger. All right, nice full chat room for this segment. This is something we were throwing around off air. And what we started doing, I, I think it was last week or the week before, is, 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 is we'd read a headline and we'd just give our own uh, story to it. Well, we kind of expanded on that tonight. We're going to try something new. So, Big B, uh, Choo Choo Stew, and myself each have two stories. Um, so, what's going to happen is we're going to read you the two stories, or a portion of them. <coughs> We'll debate and talk about it like we do any other weird news story, and we'll have to decide if you're not the one reading the story, is it true or is it not? And we will um, we, we will see who gets points at the end. I urge you not to cheat. If you use Google or Bing or 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 uh, you know uh, what's the the girl that does the iPhone Avery. Siri? Oh, not Siri. Avery. Siri. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Avery. Avery. <laughs> Avery the smartphone girl. Uh, anyway, so try not to cheat. That takes the fun out of it. If you honestly know, you honestly know the story. But if you don't, take a guess. All right. Do I have a volunteer To who wants to go first? Well, first of all, let's do the uh, intro music here. I got even intro music. Of course, it's royalty-free. And this is a royalty-free segment here on Cave Crew Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Take the Bates. Alright, kill the music. So, do I have a volunteer of someone that would like to go
2: first? Well, I would just like to say that I've got this whole thing a bit... Muddled up, <laughs> and I.
0: <laughs>
2: this may not go I as planned. I thought we agreed. But I've used personal stories, and one is true, one is false. Well, that's fine. We can
0: do that tonight. I've actually got two actual stories.
2: I have. I, I, I don't mind. I don't mind going first. DK. Okay, but wait a minute. What does Big B
0: have, or is that a present we're going to open later?
1: No, I have. I only have one story because I. I'm coming to this segment late, but I'm okay.
0: Gonna... So, so here's how it's going to go tonight, kids. Just before we go over to Stu, uh, live via the Stu Cam, by the way. You're going to get to play three different games. It's almost like one of those things you download on your iPhone, where you can choose different paths you want to take. So, uh, Stu's is going to be uh, two stories about himself, and we have to decide um, <laughs> we have to decide which one's true and which is not. Uh, Big B is then got one story that we have to decide whether it's fake or whether it's not, and then I have two news stories, and you have to decide which one is true and which one is not. Mm-hmm. Not a very confusing segment, is it? Not at all. All right, I kind of like that. It's almost like uh, you know, rock paper scissors of of the news
2: story world. Mm-hmm. All right, over to uh, Choo Choo Stew in London, England. Well, they're, they're short and sweet stories. I'll keep them quite short. And I have printed them out, so I'm reading them both. So They're, they're about you.
0: Like, you don't have them committed to memory?
2: <laughs> well, I have got them both committed to memory. But if I look like I'm reading them, it's uh, a bit more impartial. Oh. So anyway, this first story, uh, it's about me as a 14-year-old boy. Uh, And along with my best friend Andy, uh, both being pissed off with our science teacher at school. Uh, During the lunch break, we took advantage of the time that we had and we took our revenge on our science teacher and broke into his motor vehicle, into his car. And we managed to get into it and hotwire it and get it started (coughs) And we drove it about, say, about two, 300 feet down the road before we didn't crash it. We stalled it or something like that. We got out of the car and sort of done a runner. And within about five or ten minutes, there was police sirens coming along. And I saw in the distance, because me and my mate had split up, that my friend had been arrested And I took Hyde into uh, someone's front garden behind a hedgerow. And I hid there for sort of three or four minutes before I was picked up by a policeman. And we was both taken to the local police station, put in the cells, uh, read our rights, all that malarkey. And we was left there for about four or five hours before our parents were called. So that was my first story. Okay, I have a question. Uh, look, at, look at the
0: camera. Look at the camera, not at that paper. I'm looking at the camera. And, and tell me, what was your friend's name again? Andy. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, now I, I have a question as well. Uh, why did they leave you there for four or five hours before they called your parents?
2: Well, I think they called our parents, but it was four or five hours was the time that we spent in the cell, or at least I spent in the cell? I thought you were behind a. I thought you were behind a hedge. Well, I hid behind this hedge. I can still remember it to this day. Don't you look at that office.
0: fucking paper?
2: <laughs> no, I, I haven't got everything. He's looking right at the fucking paper. paper. Okay. Wait,
1: but... right, wait. So, so did you and your friend get arrested, or was it just you?
2: No, we both did. His we name both... was Andy.
1: It, it, Oh right, so so. But you previously said that at least you spent four or five hours in jail. Were you not in yeah. the same cell?
2: No, no separate <laughs> cells. Interesting. All right, we'll let
0: you get to your second story then. Go ahead.
2: Well, my, tell you <clears>
1: throat> throat>
2: yeah, my second story is uh, again. It was around about the same era. This was. Uh, I, I should be holding a paper, shouldn't I? My second story was, uh, yeah, late, uh, sorry, in 84, 1984. And, again, me and my friend Andy, uh,
0: (laughs) we was about to... Andy's (laughs) going to be a new fucking character. I just know it, man. Andy. (laughs) Fucking sakes. Why, couldn't you tell us something about
2: the Chinese girlfriend with one leg? Stumper. No, in 1984, (laughs) me and my friend had bunked off school. So we'd done a bit of hooky from school. And we'd gone on a bus ride yeah, throughout London. We used to have a Red Bus Rover ticket. And we ended up in Notting Hill. And, how, and what we did, we found ourselves outside a recording studio with loads of newspapers and press and pop stars going in and out. And what we'd done, we blagged our way through the back of the building and basically into the building, through the kitchen, and along where all these pop stars were. We was questioned once and what I must say they were recording was the live aid song or the band aid song Do They Know It's Christmas? So there was people like Sting, there was George Michael, there was Status Quo, there was Boy George. Yeah, do they know it's Christmas? So there was like it was like full of pop stars of their time and I so, say me and Andy, fifteen year old, impressionable boys we I so say we didn't even we didn't even know what they was doing or why they was there but we blagged our way through the kitchen and when someone actually stopped us and asked us what you doing, who you with, we told them we was with Francis Rossi of Status Quo, and that I was his nephew. And so we managed to stay Ruffy. In. Well we didn't get right into the into the music studio where they were actually playing the instruments, but was, we was there in the corridor with uh, people like uh, Spandar Ballet. Uh, I say Boy George. There was um, I can't remember now, but there was like loads and loads of pop stars. Okay,
0: I um, I have some questions. Do you have a question first, Big B? You go first. This
1: time, I do not have a question at the moment.
0: Okay, yeah. so you're, you're you're keeping your cards uh, close to you, uh, Stu. Again, please, without looking at the camera, or sorry, look at the camera without looking down at your paper. Um, and any time, were you and Andy left alone with George Michael?
2: <laughs> we must not. Okay.
1: Um, where, where was this again? I'm sorry, where where was the recording of uh, Do They Know It's Christmas?
2: Um, it's uh, in a place called Notting Hill. It's like a West London area. Okay. And we was just sort of randomly going around on buses and ended up there. And at that age, we didn't even know really particularly where we were. Okay.
0: That, that leads me to my second question. Um, that red bus that you were shooting around on, was it a double-decker? It was a double-decker, and we were sitting up top. Okay, very good. Thank you. Uh, my final question is, uh, who was Francis Ruffy for us? Uh, Francis Rossi. Rossi. Who was, who was Francis Rossi?
2: He's one of the uh, singers of Status Quo. He's one of the two main men. The ponytail. So he's fella. a pop star.
0: Yeah. All right, Big B, uh, go ahead and give your pick. And uh, and then, Stu, once we both pick, you can tell us which one's right and which one's wrong. Um,
1: Wait, so, so, Big so B, B me, why, and why, a... and why
0: are you picking that as, as your story? And please play along in the chat rooms.
1: Let me let me just ask one quick question. For, so one is actually true and yes. one is false, correct?
0: Yes. That's true. Yeah, yeah that's correct.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: So, Bigby, over to you. Is it story number one? Stu and Andy uh, sabotage the science teacher? Or is it story number two? uh, Stu and Andy um, uh, ride a double-decker bus around town and meet the uh, stars of Feed the World?
1: I was going to say that number one was true but i i think i think number two is true and i'll tell you why I think number one is false because he tripped up on who
0: oh we, we just freaking lost big b big b just uh for a he'll, he'll be back in a second yeah so well, we're, we're gonna have to again go back to the big b cam once he j- jumps back on which will be in a few I'm going to tell you something, um, and and don't give us the answer yet. Let's see if Big B trembles back in. But I am also going to say uh, number two. And I'll tell you uh, why I'm going to say number two. Well, number one, this kind of sounds stupid, number one, number two. But number one, um, that would be too obvious if it wasn't real. Uh, number two, you didn't need to look at your paper for um, for the second show, second story. Sorry, so I, uh, Stu, am also going to vote number two. Now we'll, we'll wait a second here on on Big B. I I, I just felt uh, as bizarre as the second story was. Um, Uncle L in the chat is also voting number two. So you are a major failure. Um, Mrs. Big B votes. I call bullshit on number two. Uh, sadly, I'd rather believe he went to jail rather than talked to Spandau Ballet. <laughs> All right, we're we're without Big B. So let's uh, uh, Stu. Um, You have three votes for number two and one vote for number one. Is number one
2: false or correct? Number one is correct.
1: Wow. So three of us. I... I, My fucking internet crashed. I'm sorry.
2: Okay, so...
1: did you get my pick i I said yes. my pick, and then everything was silent. So yeah, was no, wondering. no, we heard your pick, and we
0: partially heard why you said that. Okay. Um, the reasons I gave why and and by the way, number two was wrong
1: number two was wrong okay
0: number two was wrong, and uh, you me and Uncle l um, voted uh, that number two, only mrs v uh, mrs v Mrs. B voted number one, and so she is the only one that's right. So that sound effect you heard was the wrong answer for Mrs. B she gets. And don't fret, folks. Don't fret. If you uh if you got you didn't win that particular one because there's still two more chances to win. But these chances vary. Anyway, good job, Stu.
2: Thank you.
0: I thought you played that uh you played that very well. You you dragged Three out of four uh, into the the bunker. Uh, Big B, do you that, want to go next, or do you want me that, to go next?
1: That was good. He had he had a lot of detail for his for his fake story.
0: Yes, but listen, I I meant to tell you a, another note I made is he is not only the most interesting man in the world, he is beyond that. He is a genie in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> we should have said... We should have saved him for last, because if I flop, I'm going to be major disappointed. Anyway, uh, so, do you want to so, go next, or you want me to?
1: Well, I just have one story.
0: Okay, so so explain the rule on yours now. So, uh,
1: so do you want me to read the story, or do you want me to give you a synopsis of the story?
0: Mrs. B just said you just gave Stu uh, credit for uh, getting arrested. You said, "Good job."
1: Well, you know, like
0: we we're, we're trying to be liberal now. We were so hard on the liberals, we just want to give trophies for everything.
1: Oh, everybody gets a trophy. It's snowflake world. Yeah. All right, go um, ahead.
0: So you you explain your rule.
1: Do, do you want me to read the story or give you a synopsis?
0: Well, whatever you want to do, but but what your segment is is it's either true or it's not true. We got to right. vote.
1: It's either true or false.
0: Okay, got it.
1: Okay. So uh, my story is, uh, I don't know if you know the band Rage Against the Machine. Does there anybody not know the band Rage Against the Machine?
0: I do know the band.
1: Okay, Rage Against the Machine, for those that don't know, is an anti-establishment band. Um, they're very political in their music. They were around in the early uh, uh, you know, uh, 1990s uh, into 2000s um, and broke up.
2: And the gotcha. lead guy has done some solo stuff, I believe. Is that right?
1: Well, the the guitarist has gone on to to uh do some stuff. Uh Zach Delaroche is the, the the lead singer. He's you know gone on and done done some stuff too. Uh they're very liberal, they're very left wing, um, they're very political uh people. Uh so my story is that uh they have broken up, but they are reuniting uh to release an anti Donald Trump album. Uh so basically Basically what it says is uh, it's been more than 15 years since Rage Against Machine has released new music uh, because they broke up. The band have been involved themselves in various other projects during this time. Um, But one pressing issue has forced uh, the band to team up once again. Uh, In a statement posted online, Rage Against Machine announced that they were releasing a brand new album aimed at spreading awareness about how awful Donald Trump is. Now remember, this is a political, uh, very political uh, band. Um, They're very uh, anti-establishment Rage Against the Machine, obviously the machine being the establishment. Uh, The band plans to perform outside of the Republican National Convention, which will be held in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, next July 18th. Um, This isn't the first time that Rage Against the Machine showed up outside of a political convention. Uh, The first group, uh, the group played to a massive crowd outside the 2000 DNC. Um, So that's it. Uh, They're they're looking to uh, come out um, next year sometime. The album will be out. Um, So it is they are reuniting uh, as we spoke about before. The Snowflake generation, the protests Rage Against the Machine is reuniting to create an album against Donald Trump.
0: Excellent. Uh, Stu, do you have any questions, concerns before your vote?
2: Well, you're saying they have played in front of these crowds and audiences, but they haven't played any of their new material regarding this uh, new Donald Trump album.
1: No, they have, they have. They have, they have, they broke up in uh, early in the early two thousands, um, but they are reuniting because of the election. They are reuniting uh, to and come up with a anti-Trump album. So th- there's no new music written as of yet.
2: Okay. That's my that's my only question.
0: Um, are these still the original members of the band? Yes. All alive. Yes. And they they've all agreed or concurred.
1: Yep. Well, the Zach uh, Zach Deloroche, the singer, and uh, I forget the guitarist name uh, off the top of my head. But they've been uh, they've been uh, since they broke up. They've still been heavily in the music industry. Um, the drummer and the bass player you know they 've done their own thing, but now they 're getting back together to uh create this album.
0: I just want to add to the fact that I think big B needs counseling for uh a a t uh that? even carrying into this second segment of the show, he needs counseling for anti anti trump. <laughs> I am ready to cast my ballot uh <laughs> I guess, so this one, Stu, all we basically got to say is, is it true or is it
2: false? Well, initially, looking at Big B's eyes when he was talking initially, I would say it's total bullshit. And listening to the whole story all the way through, I'd still say it's bullshit. So you're going to vote false? Yeah. Uh,
0: so far... Um... You got two trues in the chat room. Now, from past experience, we realized that 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 the one person voting, voting true in the chat room uh, is uh, oh, now she's saying BS. So
1: Mrs. B says uh, BS, it's BS, and Uncle Al says it's a true story.
0: So the, now two to the negative false, uh, one to the true. I. I just can't believe it that's a weird band that's why i'm struggling with this because they are a very strange bunch of fellas to begin with um,
1: they very they are very they're very strange and very political um, both of i don't they had two maybe three albums um heavily heavily political albums I'm, Im i'm
0: gonna i'm gonna go true so so you've got two to two mm-hmm. um is it true or is it false?
1: Well I will uh, I will tell you when you could start pre-ordering the album and you tell me uh, so you will be able to pre-order the album starting April 1st
0: So we have a, we have a true yes Uncle
1: Alan still loses yes. it is no it is false. You just said was, it was true. April 1st is April Fool's Day. Ah,
0: oh, so, to, choo-choo, Stew and Uncle Al. You're the winner Uncle, winner Uncle Al is wrong. He
1: said it's true.
0: Mrs. Yeah, you is it true or false?
1: It is false. Yeah, I said it's true, and Mrs. Uh, you said it's true, and Uncle Al, Al said, it's, said true. it's true.
0: Sorry, sorry, Mrs. B. Over to Uncle Uncle Al. Uncle Al, you're 0 for 2. You are officially in last place.
1: Yes, th- this comes from a site called HeavierMetal.net, which is a uh, satire site, so it is not true. Uh, just just an added bonus, uh, the, the official track listing for the said album would be Sleep Now, Trump, You're Fired, Trump's Bullshit on Parade, There Ain't No Spray Tan Here, uh, Trumpify, Renegades of Trump, and Lights <laughs> Out, Trump, Trump is a Racist,
0: Yo. Renegades of Trump. What was the last one?
1: Uh, lights Out, Trump is a Racist, Yo.
0: Yo. <laughs> yo, all. Snowflake talking here. This is right, so I'm the last one, and I'm going to change change things a little bit again myself as well. So what I'm going to do, kids, is I'm going to read wait, you.
1: Wait, wait. I have to interrupt Mrs. B, you know, because you you originally said she lost, she feels victimized, and now she has to go to her safe space. See what you did? This is what I got to deliver with
0: I told you you had a trophy from the first round. I said it in chat. (laughs) Anyway, let's give a score update. So, so Stu has uh, one point for one right. Uh, Big B and I both have zero. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't get any points now, so I'm at zero. Uh, Mrs. B has two points. And Uncle Albert has no points. So, Albert, Stu, and I are, or Brian and I are at zero. Stu has one, Mrs. B has two. And I can't get any more points. Everybody else can. Over to the well, Stu camp. Now, how, how's possibly... Stu going to win or lose when he's uh, sitting in an empty chair on the Stew camp? <laughs> Like, that is the perfect stupid game. Do you have a clue of what you're doing? At the beginning of the show, you said to me, I'm not moving anywhere. <laughs> that means you pee on the spot. It might be an improvement to those curtains. <laughs> um, anyway, my game is going to change just a little bit again, but it's along the same lines. I'm actually going to read you two news articles, not the whole thing. I'm just going to give you the general idea of the story. And then I want you guys to tell me which one's real and which one's fake. So one story I'm going to read you is real, one is fake. All right. Here we go. Story number one. I don't know if you know this guy or not, but the uh, big uh, UFC ref, Big John McCarthy. He's like the most famous UFC ref. You see him most of the time in the UFC ring. He was beaten up at a Los Angeles Costco. Here's all I got from it, coming in from Los Angeles. Uh, Big John McCarthy of UFC ref fame was attacked and then knocked unconscious early afternoon on Wednesday at a Los Angeles Costco. Unfortunately, there was no one to step in and stop the fight uh, once he was clearly knocked out. Uh, The assailants were, according to witnesses, two MMA fanatics who recognized Big John and started hassling him. Uh, started hassling the well-known referee. They particularly had some issues with a couple of fights uh, that they felt were uh, stopped prematurely uh, by McCarthy. Um, They were shouting something about an old uh, Ortez fight. All right, one of the witnesses said. That's enough of that. I'm just going to give you a little bit of each one. I'm not going to get into the whole long... So that's story number one, Uh, UFC referee Big John McCarthy uh, gets knocked out, beat up at Costco. And then my second story is uh, Yellowstone Visitor 23, Yellowstone National Park Visitor 23, who died after wandering off uh, a designated trail. Uh, He died by falling into an acidic hot spring that dissolved his entire body. Uh, Just some key points to the story. Uh, Colin Scott, 23, died on Tuesday after tripping and falling into a hot spring at Yellowstone National Park in Montana. Um, The Portland, Oregon man died after wandering off the designated trail uh, with his sister, Sable. On Wednesday, recovery efforts were called off with authorities saying there were no remains Due to the acidic nature of the spring, um, a previous survey uh, of the hot spring uh, had it clocked at temperatures exceeding 400 degrees. Uh, he uh, recently graduated from Summa Cum Laude uh, from Pacific University in fourth grade, Grave, sorry, Oregon. So, is it story number one or story number two? Without Googling or anything, first of all, uh, any questions, Big B?
1: Let me just let me just clarify something you said because this affects my judgment. You said Yellowstone National Park in Montana. Uh,
0: let me go back now. This is a news story, so I have to. Uh, I don't know that I ever said Montana, did I?
1: Yes, you
0: did. He went to school in Oregon. Right. Yellowstone National Park visitor. So I will not I will rescind on Montana if I said that. It is Yellowstone National Park. And he and the only state that's included in this is the state of Oregon. Which is where he went to school from Summa cum Laude. That was it. That's it? That's
1: it.
2: Stu, any questions or comments? I've got no questions or comments, I'm afraid. I'm sorry. Okay, good, good. I've made my mind up. All right. uh, So, Stu, which one do you think it is? I think the false story is number two. The false story is number two? Yeah, I, I think the referee story is perfectly true. And the... The, the second
0: one is false. All right, so uh, Stu votes for uh, UFC referee Big John McCarthy being knocked out at a Los Angeles Costco. Over to you, Big uh, i
1: I'm sorry, I do have one question. It just popped into my mind. Sure. Does the story say that there was any warning signs around these springs?
0: Okay, so again, this is a news story, so I'm gonna have to verify. Uh, it did say they went off the trail. No. Yeah. Uh, that in- Scott's death follows a string of incidents raising questions about tourist behavior um, as the visitor numbers surge. That includes people getting too close to wildlife and entering dangerous areas in violation of regulations. So that's all it says. So it does okay. say in violation of regulations.
1: So I would say number one is true because that I can see that happening. That happens, you know, with, with wrestlers all the time. You know, people want to challenge wrestlers. And if you, you know, you catch somebody on a good night, you can get knocked out. So I say number one is true. Number two is false. Uh, if there's, there, there should be warning signs. Um, the only time anybody gets completely dissolved and there's nothing left is if you're in a 55 gallon drum, of vat of full acid. It's not. Springs are water.
0: Uh, water. All right, so so it, it, we're, we're, we're once again in a conundrum. <laughs> uh,
1: so number one is true, number two is false.
0: We're, we're once again in a conundrum. So Stu and Big B both believe uh, UFC referee Big John McCarthy was beat up in a Costco. Um, and both in the chat room believe that the man that died at Yellowstone uh, in acidic waters, uh, is true. So, of course, there could only be one right answer. And um, Mrs. B adds to this, that uh, uh, Big B, they are sulfuric pools. And as I read, they are over 400 degrees. I don't really know how hot that is. But the correct answer is... Or the true story is, Mm -hmm. number two, man dies after falling into acidic waters at Yellowstone National Park.
1: That's true.
0: That is true. So, that puts uh, Mrs. B as champion of the night. So, hopefully, uh, she says 200 degrees will give us uh, third degree burns. So... Mrs. B, hopefully you return now uh, to defend your title on Take the Bay. (laughs) Final standings. Mrs. B, three. Um, Did anyone have two? I don't think so. Big B had one, and Stu and I and Al had – oh, Al had ended up with one. Sorry. Al got on the board, and I'm the only one. nothing.
1: Stu had had, one. I have nothing.
0: So you and I kind of half invented this game, and we don't know how to play it. Mrs. B is fucking awesome. <laughs> For the rest of you?
1: Yeah, Losers. I want to know if she's upstairs, you know, trying to put our, our baby to bed. Is she Googling this?
0: Well, here's the thing in closure. That's if anybody's Googling, that is cheating.
1: But she, she, did she, is, get... she is a very, very smart lady, so I, I can believe that she could get all three right, but... I want to know if she's Googling.
0: I, I don't know. Now, listen to me here, is, is that she's spewing out facts that she could not possibly get on Wikipedia.
1: Uh, she said if the diapered tyrant allows, she'll be back. She's putting her,
0: uh... So while she's away, let's all do a quick vote here. Did Mrs. B cheat? Yes or no? I'm going to vote no. Over to uh, uh, Stu.
2: Now, although I do believe that she's probably quite quick with her right hand in our phone, she can do two things at once. Uh, I believe she wasn't cheating. The Big B, what's
0: your final uh, vote? I remember you have to sleep with this woman tonight.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think she was cheating either.
0: The rest of us are safely in other, uh, in other uh, countries. Mrs. B, yeah. <clears throat> we just took a vote of whether or not you were cheating. And unanimously, we decided no. All right, let's close us off. The first week of taking the bait. Uncle Elvo no too, so you were unanimous on that one. All right, taking the bait. We'll play it again next week. If you'd like to play it on air with us, or, you know, come to the chat room, radiocom Um listen live and you can play right in the chat room or if you'd like to actually get on air and play a segment of take the bait taking the bait uh come on over and get us and we will uh, gladly um uh, take care all right before we name the show okay we, we we can't name the show yet because we have one more surprise of course this surprise is for mr uh big b
1: of course it is
0: I just want to say that Mrs. B says that uh, that royalty-free music that we're playing uh, for that segment uh, sounds so Miami Vice.
1: <laughs> well, Where, you get what you pay for. In this case, you don't pay for anything.
0: That's right. So we just kind of got a little,
1: little side note. The music in our intro is from royalty-free music.
0: See? This is how we will have our audio and perhaps make some revenue on Cave Crew TV on YouTube. Like, that's ever going to happen. All right. Promise you one more surprise. Uh, Wing Sings. This
1: this is Wing Sings.
0: No, Wing Sings was kind of getting your goat. Uh, But Stu and I, of course, you're you're behind your back. Of course. Um, Have have come up bringing back an old, let's say, black fingernails on the blackboard for you. Oh, no. A good friend of ours. No. Uh, No. Who retired from uh, podcasting and, and and radio? Did he um, really? Well, he did,
1: but now he he's retired.
0: Back. Oh, yeah, but he's back now. It's wow. it's because he got a puppy named Brandy. What? Yeah, he had to take some time off probably while he potty trained the the uh, the puppy. For those of you who don't it, know, He's yeah, the-
1: here in Orlando. You got it.
0: <laughs> you got it. Ladies and gentlemen,
1: Jeremy Stellhorn is going (laughs) to fuck me in the ass when I get off the air after we go to the restaurant and do a live broadcast. I can't wait to feel the cum in my asshole. (laughs)
0: Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't done this with us before, here is This Week with Alex Cardinelli from his new Lunchtime podcast radio Oh, show,
1: thank God. Lunchtime.
0: Which airs uh, at 1 o'clock Eastern, uh, 12 Central, uh, 11 Mountain, 10 Pacific, whatever it is. Um, And it's his new lunch special. So, ladies and gentlemen, here is the brand new and improved uh, Alex Cardinelli for this week. Dave Crew Radio Live.
1: Dave! Good afternoon everybody and welcome to lunch with Alex Cardinelli. I'm your host, big boss man, Alex Cardinelli. I'm very glad to have a new show here on Blog Talk Radio. This is going to be a weekly... Okay, go ahead. Fuck that! He's trying to be Big i I'm Big B. Fuck you. You You're taking that fucking name. Go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. (laughs) I'm fucking Big B. You ain't taking a big boss, man. First of all, it's a fucking wrestler. Go fuck yourself. And second of all, I'm Big B. You're not going to take that. Fuck you. Get your own fucking gimmick, you cocksucker.
0: I never even thought of that. He may be trying to steal characters. Fuck him. <laughs> a little bit more. A little bit more. We still got a few minutes here. Hang on. Just a little bit more.
1: ...show, and I think it's going to be a very fun show. I'm going to educate you and entertain you during your lunch break. <laughs> Does he lunch? anybody? Lunch with sure. Alex Cardinelli. <laughs> Has he ever entertained? This is why this is why I left fucking All Radio X. Holy shit. When <laughs> so we were on All Radio X, he had a fucking fish show. How to take care of fucking goldfish. I'm gonna feed him and I'm gonna fucking change the water. And I'm playing fucking death metal. Fuck this. Why Do
2: you know when you've Do you know when you've had a hard morning at work? Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. you usually sort of dash to your car and turn the radio on and think I'm gonna tune into Alex Cardinelli. Oh, Lord knows <laughs> man.
1: Lord knows this is what my lunchtime is gonna be now. I'm fucking turning into tuning into Alex Cardinelli.
0: And he always seems to have time. Now I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but apparently according to his write ups, he always has time to give a delicious dessert at the end. Oh my god. What was it today? Carmel uh Caramel cheesecake or something like that or
1: God, I hope he fucking eats a cheesecake and gets fucking dysentery from it.
0: Dysentery?
1: Fucking, I hope he gets fucking dysentery and he fucking shits out his intestines all <laughs> over a fucking bowl. Fucking fuck,
0: fuck. Lunch with Alex Cardinelli can be heard uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday on Blog Talk Radio. All right, kids, that's been a lot of fun. Before we name the show, uh, what did you guys think of the segment? The
1: truth, tr- true or false segment? I quite yeah. enjoyed
0: it. Really. Take the bait. I thought it was good, and I thought yeah. it was nice to have three options of playing it. Now we can decide. Now, i got to tell you, though, Stu, I'm not going to be able to make up two stories about myself every week. That's, that's too... <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, that's too labor intensive, and then to fucking type it on blue paper. Let alone you even had fucking blue paper. You didn't even use white paper. Hold up your notes again. Hold up your notes again. He's got them fucking typed. These are memoirs from his journal, ladies and gentlemen.
2: But honestly, me and Andy got up to a lot of shit, and I won't say anymore. That's wait, it. Wait,
1: me it. It, wait, Stu. Let me ask you a question, and let me let me, seriously. Is Andy your Jeremy Stillhorn?
2: <laughs> no, he's not. He's not my Jeremy Stillhorn. Can, can you There's get... only one Jeremy Stillhorn in my life. Can you get Andy on the show? <clears throat> I've, to, in all fairness, I've lost touch with him. I haven't spoke to him for uh, well about five years now. But we got through We did uh, get in trouble a few times. I, I, I'm thinking that uh, that
0: uh, we all must have an Andy in our life. Um, all right, friend, you lose touch with. What are we gonna name the show tonight, Stu? I mean, I gotta tell you, I got a whole page of notes, uh, folks. By the way, this is the time on Cave Crew Radio that we name episode thirty-seven. We do this every week. We take into consideration, uh, I mean, Mrs. B's on fire out there, so throw a title. What would you call this show? Uh, Al, uh, everybody get ready. Uh, Stu, did you have anything in mind for tonight's show?
2: Well, I've got one. thing. The only thing I've come up with is I Call Bullshit.
0: I Call Bullshit, that's it? Yep. Uh, All right, hang on. Let me write this down as I always do. I Call Bullshit. Um, Nothing over in the uh, chat room yet. hey, uh, right, Big B over in Queens, New York.
1: I actually only took one note, so that's what I'm going to call it uh, because I was too busy being fired up and yelling at people. Uh, Snowflake Society.
0: Snowflake Society.
1: That was the one single note I took the entire night.
0: Okay, and uh, this is coming from the card-carrying member of the AAT. Uh, Mrs. B says, "Orange is the new black." <laughs> I uh, I have to compose myself here for a Orange second.
1: Orange is the new snowflake.
0: Uh, hang on a minute.
1: What do you You said you had a full page. I notes. do. Look at the, look at this
0: here, kids. <laughs> I. I've got written down, the Mexican wall, um, all the little snowflakes, croquet, uh, to the left, dysentery, uh, you're down with Donald Trump pin, um, was it a double-decker, uh, genie in a bottle, uh, Big B and his anti-anti-Trump, uh, Avery the smartphone the person, and I think that's it. Um, I'm going to say, Riding the double-decker with all the little snowflakes.
1: I'll go along with that.
0: And Uncle Al says Bullshitters United. So really quick, we'll vote in a sec here. We have... uh, I don't even remember what the fuck I just said. Um, Riding the double-decker with all the little snowflakes. Um, Bullshitters United. Orange is the New Black. I call BS bullshit. And the Snowflake Society. Um, Stu. What do you vote?
2: Vote out there, too. I
1: call bullshit.
0: He likes I call bullshit. Um, Big B. I
1: like uh, riding the double-decker with the snowflakes.
0: We're one vote each. Uh, I'm going to give you guys in in the chat room a chance to vote, so I I just need a a double-decker or a bullshit in, in the chat room. Just say one or the other. Uh, I'm going to stick with my double-decker and the Snowflake Society. Riding a double-decker and uh, with the Snowflake Society. Whatever the fuck I call it.
1: Now nobody wants to write in it.
0: Super delegate goes to bullshit, so we have a 2-2. Al, I don't know what you're doing with your green screen over there, (laughs) but you have the deciding vote. Uh, Uncle Al calls bullshit as well. So uh, episode 37 is called on a vote of three to two. Everything's about voting. I love the way the, I love the
1: theme of this show tonight. I'm going to protest because I lost. I don't want to lose. I want a recount. I'm going to protest. <laughs> I'm going to wear safety pins. So those that voted for... For double-decker buses, or feel safe around me. Listen, but you know what we got to admit is that even the
0: the the title of the show is done uh, democratically. So if you want a decision, you can't be a downloader.
1: No, I'm gonna protest.
0: No, I am sorry. We follow the uh, democratic code here on the show.
1: No, I want to re-vote. It's wrong. I lost. I shouldn't lose. I don't ever lose. I, I won a trophy. <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to uh, our, our election fallout show, which is called I Call Bullshit. And uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we're going to close you out uh, with our new way of doing things, politically correct, handing out trophies with wow. our royalty-free music uh, to close us out tonight. Um, I want to thank everyone. We had great participation in the chat room, uh, lots of people on stream on the TuneIn app and over on YouTube. So thank you for coming and joining us live. If you're listening on download, I hope you didn't cheat. I hope you didn't pause the, the, the podcast and Google the right answer. And And let us know. Uh, post on the Facebook page, uh, Cave Crew Radio. Uh, tweet us at Cave Crew Radio. Email us at Radio at gmail.com. Use the contact uh, page on the home site at CaveCrewRadio.com. It's a common theme. Cave Crew Radio. Let us know what your score was. And we'll be back uh, next week. Say goodnight, boys. Goodnight.
2: Later.
0: Royalty-free music to close you out, folks. Send a letter to the government if you'd rather heal pop music.